0: Diwali, the Festival of Lights, is a vibrant and colorful celebration that marks the victory of light over darkness and good over evil. We invite you to celebrate Diwali with a drive through two and a half miles of sparkling lights at the Bull Run Festival of Lights in Centerville, Virginia. The Bull Run Festival of Lights is open November 10th through January 7th. Save time and money by purchasing a ticket online at BullRunFestivalOfLights.com. That's BullRunFestivalOfLights.com. Come on, everybody. Come on in. It is Monday night, which means it's time to command your day and command your week with the power of prayer. Come on in, everybody, on every platform, and like this video, tell me where you want watching from, and share. When you share, people get saved. To God be the glory. Uh, we are almost, you all, to 1,000 recording decisions of people to become Christians. Um, So far this year, we are only uh, its still in the month of April. We still have six more days left, including today in this month of April. So can you um, just come in, like the video, tell me where you're watching from, share, and then just drop a thousand in the comments. Let's believe that by by the end of this week that we see 1,000 people um, uh, come to the Lord. All right. We call them decisions. These are people who respond to the invitation to give their lives to the Lord, recommit themselves to the Lord, or be sure. Let me know where you're watching from and drop a thousand in the comments because that's what we're believing God for by the end of this week. By Saturday night, by Saturday night, we're believing for 1,000. Y'all agree with me? Y'all agree with me? Listen. Why is that important? Because the Bible says it is God's will that all men would be saved and that none should perish. And so um, we should care about reaching people and people coming to the Lord. That should be something you care about. It should not just be me, 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 me. It should be we, 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 we. In other words, you use your life to change the lives of other people. The Bible says that God has given us the ministry of reconciliation. Reconciliation. Um, this literally means that it is our job, according to Second Corinthians chapter 5 uh, and verse number 18, that it is our job to reconnect people to God. What do you mean reconnect? We're reconnecting people to God because Jeremiah chapter 1 says, before I formed you in your mother's womb, I knew you, which means before you got to the earth, hey, South Africa, 3 a.m. in the morning. Before you got to the earth, um, it literally means that God, you were with the Lord. You were sent to the earth for the time that you would be needed the most. And so while you are on the earth, it is a reconnection. It's a reconciliation with God. And you cannot be reconciled if there's not first been a a, 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 a consolation um you cannot be reconciled and so in that um that's what we're doing this is the ministry of reconciliation so share y'all when you share uh people get saved listen as you come in let's do a little roll call conyers good to see you where y'all watching from omaha i see you aurora memphis come on i like that i like your handle paid in full 535 i like that that's good let's go come on where are you watching from aurora good to see you rockford illinois welcome tiktok talk to me over there where you watching from Where are you watching from Aurora good to see you Atlanta good to see you come on in everybody speak to me and let me know where you're watching from Detroit what's going on Detroit Aurora good to see you Loveland Colorado welcome good to see you Maryland welcome glad that you're on tonight on every platform you make sure that you share listen guys Every Monday night, we gather together to pray for one hour, all right? Now, again, as I've been mentioning to you for the last several weeks, we're going to be making some changes to some of our times, and I'm super excited about that. Uh, I've been doing these daily pop-ups at random times in the last three-plus weeks um, to really figure out a sweet spot of a time um, because I'm going to begin uh, coming to you daily. So I mentioned some things to you several months ago uh, about a Therapy Tuesday, so that'll be part of what I come to you on the daily. And we'll focus on that on Tuesdays, Unfiltered, um, where it'll be my commentary on things happening in the earth that's totally unfiltered uh, and in the world that's unfiltered. That'll be part of me coming to you daily. So all of that's going to be coming uh, to you on the daily. So that's what we're going to make happen. All right, let's go, let's go, let's go. Chicago, Sierra Vista, Arizona, Florence, South Carolina, North Kakalaki, come on, Panama City, Columbus, Georgia. All right, let's go. I need to be with you, Mr. Listen, come on, we together right now. we together right now. Miss, if I've been trying to get a hold of you, all right, okay, good. Would well, you just shoot a message and uh, and uh, and we can we can make sure that you get what you need. All right. I'm just everybody. Um, prayer is going to be amazing tonight. This is the last prayer. This is the last prayer for the month of uh, for the month of April. And this month, the whole assignment this month has been for you to spring forward. Type that in the comments. I'm springing forward. I'm springing forward. TikTok, are y'all good? Because my comments are. Something's going on over here. Y'all good over there, TikTok? You are springing forward this month. This entire month, the focus is on you springing forward. This entire month, the focus is on you springing forward. And you are springing forward in every area of your life. Why? Because God is not stuck. God is not stagnant, which means you should not be stuck And you should not be stagnant in any area of your life. All right. Understanding that tonight, there's some things uh, that we want to make sure we push through in prayer. There's some things we want to push through in prayer uh, tonight. And we're going to focus on that. All right. So prayer is going to be amazing. Let's go. Father, we honor you. We bless you. We thank you for this day. We thank you for this time. We honor you. Thank you for the privilege that we have to pray. Prayer is a privilege. It's not a right. It's something we get to do. It is not something that we have to do. So tonight, God, we honor you and we bless you that we get to go boldly to the throne of grace and obtain mercy and favor in our time of need. So tonight, God, we say, be with us. Give us what to pray. You said, and I say that we can ask for the tongue of the Lord, which means we might not know what to say. We might not know what to pray, but you'll give us what to say and what to pray. Because in the earth, our words are, give us jurisdiction, our words are the source of our authority you said that we are in your image and your likeness and you are a speaking spirit everything that you did in genesis you did with your mouth you spoke it you decreed it you declared it so in jesus name that is the same thing that we do tonight we use the power of our tongue to speak and to declare and to decree right now in the name of jesus father i pray. Right now, God, that not only would you be with us in prayer, but I pray that tonight, God, you forgive us for our sin, those committed knowingly and unknowingly. Forgive us for the things that we should not have done. Forgive us for the mistakes. That's what the word sin means, mistake. We looked at it the wrong way. We mistook it. It was a mistake. We didn't look at it the right way. We didn't process it the right way. We didn't navigate it the right way. We ask that you forgive us for that tonight in the name of Jesus. Secondly, Lord, we ask that you would also forgive us for our iniquity. This is generational sin that's been passed down and around. Forgive us for being curse perpetuators instead of curse breakers. Forgive us for walking things out that we were supposed to be the end of. And finally, God, forgive us for our transgression. This is where we have willfully deviated from what we knew to be right. We ask that you forgive us for our transgression tonight in the name of Jesus. And we thank you that we are forgiven. So when we pray tonight, we do not have to pray with doubt. We do not have to pray wondering if you hear us. We know that you hear us. You are faithful and you are just and you hear us you said that you if we confess our sins you be faithful and just to forgive us you said that we can boldly approach the throne throne of grace and obtain mercy and favor in our time of need so we're bold in prayer tonight come on drop that word bold we will not hold back we will not pull back we will not shut up, we will not shut down, we will not run, we will not uh retreat, we will not regress, but we will progress, we will advance in everything that you have ordained for our lives. Now, tonight, God, guide us through these next 53 minutes of prayer. We give you one hour, God, on the first workday of the week. Why do we do that? Because we want to command the week, get a hold of the week before the week gets a hold of us. We want to get a hold. And the day before it gets a hold of us and we know from your word that a day is the night and the evening and the evening and the morning, Genesis says, we're day one and two and so on. Which means when we come to you at this time, we are literally at the top of a new day, which means, God, that we are calling things to be not as though they were. While it looks like we're in one day, biblically we're in another day. That's a revelation. That's a revelation. Why? Because sometimes it can look like we are stuck in one thing, but really a new thing has already begun. For that we say thank you. In Jesus' name we pray. Everybody drop an amen, whatever platform that you are on. Do me this favor, guys. Make sure that you share. When you share, people get saved. People get saved. All right. Um, so listen, uh, if you don't have our app, I want to encourage you to get our app. Let me tell you why. Now, you can get our podcast in our app. You can get messages in our app. And especially yesterday's message. Oh, my God. God, oh my God. Yesterday's message was called springing out of stagnation. And it is a word that you absolutely need to hear. Text HARVEST to 55498 to get that app and uh, and you'll do that And I promise you that it's going to speak to you uh, in an amazing way. How many of the word blessed you yesterday? Wave at me in the comments, drop a five. Say something that spoke to you from that word yesterday. It was called springing out of stagnation. And the principle is this, is that before you're ever stuck, stagnation is the precursor to stuck. So if we deal with your stagnation, you will never get stuck. If we end your stagnation, you will never get stuck. If we stop your stagnation, you will never get stuck. And so uh, I know that the word, um, it certainly blessed me yesterday. I want to encourage you, go listen to the podcast, go watch it. Um, Both were amazing. um, And you can get that in our app and our website. Best way to do that, text Harvest to 55498, and I know that the word will speak to you. I see uh, over here on TikTok, some of you already got prayer requests. We're going to do those in just a moment. So stick with me. I promise you that this time of prayer is going to bless you tonight. Can I get somebody to put that over here so we can um, we can uh, pin that too? Text Harvest to 55498. Um, let me read your comments. What is some of what? stood out to you by this time around you will be able. How many of you saw that today you were able to do something you were not able to do yesterday. Even if it was thinking different, handling it differently. It didn't say that God was going to do it for you. It just said that you would be able, all right? Stagnation has to be killed. That's good. Um uh, I am not stuck, I'm not stagnant. That's good. Talk to me in these comments. Let's go. 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 What stood out to you? Um let's go. I'm well able. Come on, let me read your comments. All right, this is good. This is good. Hey, Kenya, good to see you. It's 4:10 in the morning over there. Welcome. Uh, I am profitable in every way. Come on here. That's good. I love it. I love it. What else you got? What else you got? I'm more bold about spreading God's That's awesome. All right. What else from yesterday's word? Speak to talk to me in these comments. S F F M. Come on, sudden fast forward moment. By this time today, I just saw what God promised in my heart, my mind, and my spirit. Testified to one. I was able, listen, to move forward with a major commercial property purchase. Come on, y'all. Put a praise in the comments. we just having testimony service. Um, how Jesus picked his Judas. Yes, this is good. This is good. I didn't waste time. This is good. Talk to me. For the first time, through tears and fighting depression, I was able to um uh, to uh, to kill a two-hour gym therapy session for the first time in my life come on uh, grace of god help me to deal with a difficult co-worker this is good let's go going on a maybe come on here i love it what else y'all come on let me read a couple more of your comments today i was able to buy a car come on i did a workout that really pushed me come on come on you better hear me the word of the lord does not return to him void I'm able to stay strong in my faith, trust and open Jesus. Come on. I'm springing out of hurt. Come on. My response was different. This is good. And I stayed on Jesus and what I'm to do in this Jubilee year. Come on. Stagnation isn't being stuck. That's so true. You can get stuck in stagnation, but stagnation is not stuck. This is good. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Listen, guys. Today I got a job that um that applies for, uh, uh, for my... I think I think this I think what you're saying, you got a job that you would apply for three times, which means you got a yes today. Come on, y'all. The word of the Lord, I got on a scale, I'm down nine pounds. Come on, y'all. God uh, uh, brought up the comment, went so fast. Let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see. God, literally, this is good. This is good. Come on. Yesterday night I was wiping and crying, but today God gave me courage and peace. Come on. Today I found out I got I qualified for a house. If y'all don't put a praise in these comments. If y'all don't put a praise in these comments. This is so good. All right, my credit score jumped 74 points. Come on, God. All right. Here's what somebody said they got from the word yesterday. Death should foot like grief. It's designed to take things away to execute the old you. This is so good. I got approval for a new home in a new city. Shut your mouth. Come on here. Y'all, we owe God a praise. Listen, uh, we're only 13 minutes in. We're about to go further in prayer. But the Bible says, enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Can I just get all of us, whatever platform you're on, can I just get you to put a praise in the comments, drop a hallelujah, drop a thank you, Jesus, do the hands up praise emoji. Can I just get you to release a praise right there? Um, for those of you unfamiliar with why I'm getting these testimonies right now, you need to go back and watch yesterday's message so that you understand why. Um, these seven days are prophetic days as we're in the last seven days of this month where we're springing forward. And, and specifically, there were some things released in that word. You got to get it. All right. So everybody do yourself that favor, even if you watched the message, even if you were present, Uh, uh, online or or in the building at 9 15 and 11 15, do yourself a favor and go back and watch the message again. Do it again. Can I just, if you're going to do that, give me the thumbs up. If you don't know how to do the thumbs up, just say I will, Uh, but do that. I need you to listen to that word again. Listen to me before Wednesday, before Wednesday, please follow my instructions because when you follow these instructions, you're going to see some amazing things happen in your life. All right. Uh, do the thumbs up, or just or just say I will. Watch it before Wednesday. Before Bible study, Wednesday night Bible study at seven o'clock Mountain on Wednesday. Get it done. You have to do that because uh, Wednesday's word. Oh my God! And These last two messages, um, I've, I'm always passionate about the word because it speaks to me first. Um, but I'm just going to tell you right now. Wednesday night's message. I'm just going to tell you the title right now. We're just going. I'm just going to break all of my protocols um wednesday night's message is called airbnb faith and there's gonna be so much revelation released in that okay how do you re-watch it again text harvest to 55498 it's pinned over here gotta get somebody to type it over here i saw several of you type it but i missed the pen uh, over here on instagram for those of you watching on youtube and facebook our app website all of that it's at the bottom of the screen but you have to re-watch it before Wednesday night, or listen to the podcast. But Wednesday night's message is called Airbnb Faith. Uh, so you're like, what is he talking about? Wait until you hear this word on Wednesday. Wait until you hear this word on Wednesday. Jesus is gonna speak to us in a powerful way. All right, let's go. So the first thing um, we're gonna cover in prayer tonight is your confidence. We're gonna cover your confidence in prayer. We're gonna cover your confidence in prayer. Uh, many times people say, I need more faith, I need more faith, I need more faith. But here's what I discovered. But the enemy, um, the Bible says, without faith, it, it's impossible to please God. So faith, the Bible says, we fight the good fight of faith. Drop the word faith in the comments. Um, so faith is, is, is absolutely quintessential. It's important. What is faith? Faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. I want you to pay attention to the definition. Faith is the substance of things hoped for. Substance, it means it's tangible of something I am hoping for. So it's the substance of something I am hoping for. It is evidence. What is evidence? Evidence means something has already happened. If you're getting evidence from the scene of a crime or from the scene of an incident, it means this is already happening. The evidence of things not seen, which means I cannot see it, but by faith, I believe that it's done. Pay attention to what we're gonna cover tonight. Here's what the enemy has really been after, to take your faith, your confidence, the enemy has been after your confidence because you cannot have faith without confidence. It is the substance, tangible. If you don't have confidence, you are not going to do anything that requires faith. Please talk to me in these comments because I need to teach it, then we're going to pray it. If you don't have confidence, you are not going to speak anything by faith. If you don't have confidence, you are not going to take steps of faith. And for many of you, the enemy has been chipping away at your confidence with the things that have happened. You dealt with betrayal. That chipped at your confidence. You had a relationship issue. That chipped at your confidence. Um, you, you had a failure. That chipped at your confidence. Uh, people. You, you, you've had people walk out on you. That chipped away at your confidence. Talk to me tonight. If there's anybody in these comments where your confidence, you can see that it is not where it used to be. It is not where you should be. And it doesn't mean it's super low. It just means that you know that it could be higher. Way better. Confidence is not arrogance. I got to teach you before we pray. Confidence is not arrogance. See, arrogance is concerned about what it looks like. So, arrogance is always really loud. Arrogance wants to appear confident, but it's not confident. Arrogance is about appearance. Confidence is about what it really is. Confidence, look at this confide in me which means confidence is all about what's happening in me. Arrogance is all about pretending like it is happening in you. All right. We are going to cover your confidence. I'm in the confidence. Bishop, if I didn't know better, I think you were in a conversation. I just had an hour ago. I got the Holy Ghost. Um, Literally um, uh, this morning, the Lord says, I want you to pray for confidence. I want you to focus on confidence. We're going to spend a good amount of time in prayer over your confidence over your confidence father and Jesus saying we cover our confidence you said in Hebrews 10 35 do not throw away our confidence don't fling it away amplified says for it has a glorious and a great reward we pray tonight God for our confidence we cannot walk by faith if we are not confident we cannot speak by faith if we are not confident we cannot pray by faith if we are not confident We can't take steps of faith if we are not confident. So tonight, God, I pray for our confidence. Come on, y'all. We pray that our confidence would be fortified. Our confidence would be strengthened. Our confidence would be renewed and refreshed. We pray that whatever has chipped away at our confidence, whatever has brought our confidence down, we pray, God, that you would do what only you can do and begin to restore our confidence. Our confidence is a part of our soul, mind, Thoughts, will, and emotions. Our confidence is a part of our soul. Mind, thoughts, will, emotions. And you say, you are the God that restores our soul. That is um, in the scripture in Psalm chapter 23. You restore our soul. You are the God that restores our soul. So because you restore our soul, we pray, God, that you would literally uh, restore our confidence, restore this part of us that sometimes uh, can be, uh, can go through a deterioration, that sometimes can go through aggravation. It can sometimes go through atrophy, where it begins to minimize and it begins to degrade because of the things that we endure in life. I pray, God, that you would restore our confidence. Come on, y'all restore our confidence number one in you father you have never failed us but sometimes our situations will try to make us think you did you've never let us down but sometimes our situations will try to make us think that you did you have never failed you have a God that does not fail you said there is nothing too hard for you there is nothing too hard for you and so father you literally have never failed us that's Jeremiah thirty-two twenty-seven. you are the Lord Behold, there is nothing that is too difficult for you, but sometimes our mind, our soul, mind, thoughts, and emotions will process something not going the way that we anticipated it for as if you failed or you let us down or it did not work. But Father, you have never failed. Come on, put that in the comments. He's never failed. You have never failed. Anything that you did not give us, it was because you had something better for us. Anytime you gave us a no, it was because you had a better and bigger yes for us. Anytime you shut a door, it was because you had a bigger and a better door for us. Anytime you shut something down, it is because you wanted to begin something bigger and better and new. Father, you have never failed us. You have never failed us. Forgive us, God. For accusing you falsely of failing us. Forgive us, God, for accusing you falsely of not coming through. Forgive us, God, for falsely accusing you of not answering our prayers. You have always heard us and you have always responded. And just because we did not like the response doesn't mean that you failed. Just because we didn't like how it happened doesn't mean that you failed. You have never failed. You are a good father. You are a good provider. You are Jehovah Jireh, the Lord that provides for us. And we give you glory tonight. And we give you honor tonight. And we give you praise tonight. Forgive us tonight for our lack of confidence in you. Forgive us for putting our confidence in other things except you. We are confident in you. We are confident in you. We are confident in you. In the name of Jesus. Can you release that in the comments and say it out of your mouth? I'm confident in God. I am confident in God. I am confident in God. What is confidence? It is the feeling or belief that you can rely on someone or something. God, I pray that we would feel it. Don't I'm confidence deals in the realms of our feelings let us feel confident in you let us have a feeling like we know you will not let us down like we know you will come through for us like we know you will open doors and make ways for us like we know that you are the god that does great and mighty things for us let us Feel confident, God. Uh, We know that you don't dwell in the realm of feelings because you are spirit. But Father, since confidence is a feeling and you told us not to cast away our confidence, we need to feel this thing tonight. I pray that confidence would replace feelings of doubt. I pray that confidence would replace feelings of despair. I pray that confidence would replace feelings of hopelessness. I pray that confidence would replace low expectations tonight. In the name of Jesus, we declare we are confident in you. We declare we are confident in you. We declare we are confident in you. Let us feel it, God. Let it run through our body, God. Let it run through our minds so that when we walk through the day, we feel confident in you. We feel like you're backing us up. We feel like you got us. We feel like you're holding us. We feel like you are not going to let us fall or let us fail. Let us feel it. Let us feel Feel like we can rely on you. Let us feel like we can trust in you. And not only is it a feeling, the definition says it's also a belief, which means we will not only feel it, but we will believe it. Come on, type, I believe, 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 I believe. God, we believe in you. We are confident in you, which means we know that you are reliable. We have a firm trust in you. Why? Because your track record is good. Why? Because your credit is good. Why? Because your history with us is good. Why? Because you have proven yourself over and 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 over again. You've proven yourself. Therefore, we believe. You have proven yourself to be consistent. Therefore, we believe. You have proven yourself. Therefore, we believe. Let us feel it. Let us believe it. Let us feel it. Let us believe it. Let us feel it. And let us believe it in jesus name now god not only do we need confidence in you but here it is god the apostle paul said it like this i can do all things through christ which means we don't just need to feel it and believe it and have confidence in you come on here we need to have confidence let's go in ourselves oh my god the second definition of confidence is a feeling of self-assurance arising from one's appreciations of one's abilities and qualities Father, you said that we ought not think more highly of ourselves than we ought to. You did not say that we are not to think highly of ourselves, which means in the name of Jesus, I pray that not only would we feel and not only would we believe that you are reliable, but I pray, God, that we would have confidence in ourselves. What does this mean? We would have confidence in our ability, confidence in our qualities. Paul said, I can do all things. This means there is nothing that is ahead of us that we cannot do. I pray that whatever words, let's go y'all, that have ever been spoken to us, that chipped away at our confidence, I cancel the power of those words. Whatever actions were done to us that chipped away at our confidence, we cancel the power of those actions. Whatever things that have transpired, that have chipped away at our confidence, we cancel The power of those things. And I pray that our confidence in ourselves would rise. That we would see ourselves the way you see us. Your issue with Moses was that Moses never saw himself the way you saw him. You saw him as a deliverer. He gave you an excuse. I can't speak. I don't have the experience. I don't have the qualities. Uh, You uh, look at all these great mighty men and women that you have used throughout history. And throughout time that we read about in your word, and Father, many of them lacked confidence. They did not think they were able. They did not think they could do it. Which means whenever we feel like we lack confidence, this means that we probably have a call. And sometimes the called are the ones that lack the confidence. So, Father, I pray that you would literally strengthen our confidence in ourselves and what you have put in us. We're not putting faith in ourselves. We're not saying that we exalt us over you. No, we are saying tonight, God, that you have given us gifts. You've given us talent. You've given us skill. You've given us ability. And we pray that we would be confident in that. We didn't go through all the hell we went through to doubt. We went through all the hell we went through to get ready. We didn't go through all of the things that we've experienced to simply say we got through it. We got through it so that it would help us get to our next. And I pray that we would have confidence. We'd have confidence in the way we speak. We'd have confidence in what we're saying. We'd have confidence in our skills. We'd have confidence in our talents. Confidence in our ability. We'd have confidence that when we step on our faith, you will not let us fail. The Bible says in Romans 5, 5, that hope will not fail. That hope will not fail. Hope will not make us ashamed. Hope will not put us to shame. Hope will not fail, which means that when we've got confidence, we will not be ashamed. When we have confidence, we will not be disappointed. I pray that we have confidence in ourselves. We have confidence in what you put in us. We'd have confidence in the wisdom that you've given us. We'd have confidence that if we step out on faith, we will walk on water. Come on, can I just get you to type the word confidence in the screen, on the screen? Confidence. Confidence. We are confident, God. We are confident. We are confident. We are confident. We are confident. I come against anything that has deteriorated our confidence. I come against anything that has broken down our confidence. I come against anything that makes us, here it is, second-guess ourselves. I pray we would not second-guess ourselves. We come against anything that would cause us to think that we are not well able. Father, in Numbers, when you sent 12 spies, 10 of them came back with a negative report saying we cannot take the land. Why? Why? They lacked confidence. They didn't think you could do it, and they lacked confidence in themselves. How do we know? Because they said they saw themselves as grasshoppers. So a lack of confidence means we don't see ourselves the way you see us. We don't talk to ourselves the way that you talk to us. Let's go in, y'all. Forgive us, God, for every time we talk crazy to ourselves and beat ourselves down and self-deprecated and and self-humiliated. And self-tortured with our own words and self-deprecated with our own thinking and self-deprecated with our own actions. I pray that you forgive us for that tonight, God, and restore our confidence. I pray that when we step out, that we would step out in confidence We'd walk in rooms like we run a room. We'd walk in a place like we own a place. We'd show up to serve with excellence. We'd show up to work in excellence. We'd show up to everything that we do expecting the victory. Because you make us confident. Come on, y'all. Say, he makes me confident. You make us confident. I pray that we would be decisive. A lack of confidence often explains bad decisions and indecision. A lack of confidence often explains bad decisions and indecision. Indecision, where you go back and forth. You waver between two opinions. One day it's this, the next day it's this. Why? There's a lack of confidence. I pray that you make us confident so we can be decisive. I pray we would not sit in indecision, and I pray we would not make bad decisions because we lack confidence. And we will often make the decision that we're confident we can execute, even if it's the wrong one. Even if it's the bad one, even if it's the stupid one, even if it's the one of comfort, even if it's the one of safety, I pray that you would make us confident so that our decision-making is decisive and it is accurate. You said that we would commit our plans to you. And you would cause them to prosper. You said if we commit our plans to you, you would cause them to prosper. That's Proverbs 6 and 3. And for that, we thank you. Come on, y'all. Let's take up our fruit real quick. In Jesus' name, I don't want you to say amen. I don't want you to say yes, Lord. I want you to respond this way. Say, I'm confident. I'm confident. I'm confident. I'm confident. We're going to spend some more time on this confidence. We're going to spend some more time on this confidence. Because I know that this is where the enemy's been coming after you. This is where, wave at me if you know I'm telling the truth. This is where he's been coming after you. And guys, if you haven't shared, I need you to share. If you haven't liked the video, I need you to like the video. Whatever platform you're on. This is what he's been coming for. This is what's keeping you up at night. This is what's messing, you got your hair falling out. Who is that? This is what's got you either eating nothing or you eating everything you see. He's coming after your confidence. Because you can't walk by faith if you're not confident. You can't. You can't. You cannot walk by faith if you are not confident. So we're going to spend some more time on your confidence. To spend some more time as we're dealing with this uh, confidence, uh, I want to go to a man um, that you know in the scripture, and I want to show you something, and I want to show you how this thing began to eat away at his confidence, how this thing began to eat away at his confidence. Um, Because sometimes, watch me, everybody can look at you and say, you've got it all. You've got everything. Why are you lacking confidence? And the reality is, is they would never know some of the struggles that you have in your mind. Would y'all talk to me in these comments? They never know some of the challenges that you have in your mind. They'll never know some of the things that go through your head. They would never know some of the things that you have to deal with. All right. Um, So let me show you this. If we were to go to Judges, um, Judges, um, well, actually, I'll just just take you to Judges in general. You go to Judges, uh, the Bible makes it clear that there's a man named Samson. And Samson's um, name literally, uh, literally means this strength, strength. (laughs) All right. Strength. Um, So Samson is supposed to be this strong individual. He's supposed to be this confident individual. And for a while he is until things begin to eat away at his confidence. And for him, what ate away at his confidence, everybody look at me, were his relationship decisions. Whoo! Be careful who you let around you because sometimes the attack will come on two legs. You better hear me today. The attack will come on two legs because watch me when they come into your life they come with an assignment to take down and to take out your confidence to take down and to take out your confidence so i want you to see this i want you to see this uh, when we look at samson and and i want to go let me just go right through here um samson's uh first decision as related to a relationship um is from judges chapter 14. and in judges chapter 14 samson um, guess what? This Philistine woman, and the and the Bible says that this Philistine woman, the word Philistine means invader, divider. Bible says that um the Lord decided to use this relationship. The Lord wanted to take an advantage against the Philistines. To make a long story short, this relationship was a was was ended up being very detrimental. It broke Samson's heart because Samson gets mad because she keeps trying to ask him at the reception. You know, all these questions and and, and and trying to figure out the source of his strength because the Philistines could never figure out why he was so strong. Everybody look at me. There are some people that can't figure out how you are so strong and how you have made it through so many things. They can't figure it out. So what the enemy will do when he can't figure it out is that he will begin to send people in your life to test it. Jesus Christ, when he can't figure it out, the enemy will send people in your life to test it. I pray God, open your eyes. So that you would see anything and anybody around you that is chipping away at your confidence, that you would open your eyes and see anything and anyone around you that is chipping away at your confidence, in Jesus' name. So Samson is this strong. So he's physically he's this strong guy, but this first relationship, this thing really ends up. Um, this thing really ends up breaking Samson's heart. And when it breaks his heart, Samson, he gets mad, he leaves, he comes back. His father literally gives his wife away to one of the guys that was in the wedding. He gives his father away, uh, gives the wife away. So Samson comes back, he's like, okay, I'm ready to do this relationship thing again. And his father's like, you can't do this. This is over. In other words, when he was ready for it, watch me, it wouldn't have him. And for some of you, let's go here. What has tipped away at your confidence is that when you finally got confident, what you wanted, you couldn't have. When you finally mustered up the strength to do it, what you wanted, you couldn't have. I'm not talking to anybody tonight on prayer. Y'all just flow with me, because the Lord said, I need you to talk about confidence tonight. We're going to flow. When he finally was ready for it, when he was like, I'm ready, I'm ready, I'm ready, I'm ready, I'm ready, it was like, then heaven was like, no, nope, no. Nope. So imagine the feeling that, okay, I finally got my. Stuff together and I'm ready for it. And then God shuts it down. Then God shuts it down. You ready? That can mess with your confidence. Father, in Jesus' name, wherever there's been a shut door, do not let it take our confidence. Because if you open one, what does this mean? You can open another. If you made one way, you can make another way. If you did it once, you can do it again. Do not let knows chip away at our confidence. Do not let shut doors chip away at our confidence. Do not let what we cannot have now make us think that we'll never have it ever. Do not let it chip away at our confidence in Jesus' name. Come on. I need you to respond this way. I'm confident. I'm confident. I'm confident. Some of you. You're saying, Bishop, I have applied for job after job after job. I'm not hearing back. Don't let it chip away at your confidence. Bishop, I've dated person after person after person after person after person. I can't seem to find a good fit. Don't let it tip away at your confidence. Bishop, I have sown and sown and sown and sown, and, and I haven't seen the harvest yet. Don't let it tip away at your confidence. If there's ever a delay in harvest, that means that's because it's a big one. You got to hear me. Do not let it chip away at your confidence. All right. So now what does Samson do? <clears throat> Samson, after this, after that first thing, that really breaks his heart. Um, the Bible says in Judges chapter 16. That now we see a uh, another relationship. And it's this relationship. The Bible says Samson went to Gaza. He saw a prostitute and he went into her. So what happens now? Samson, listen to me carefully, because there's, there's going to be three levels. I'm going to give to you this a revelation from Samson about this confidence thing. Level one is Samson only wanted to engage in a sexual relationship because he did not want to connect emotionally. And some of y'all got to hear me. Um, Your past disappointments with people have got you to where you don't really ever connect with people. You only communicate with people. And I'm not just talking romantically. Your past disappointments with people have made it so that you don't really connect with people the only thing you do is just communicate with people. I'm gonna say the third time because I waiting on you to get it in these comments. Your past disappointments with people have made it so that you want to keep this thing surface level. You want to keep this thing surface level. I've been listen. So and so has hurt me. Look, I ain't trying to trust nobody. I ain't trying to trust people. Wave at me if you have had some disappointments with people that have eroded your confidence. Eroded your confidence. Eroded your confidence. Samson's like, I don't even look, we don't even know her name. The Bible, the Bible literally refers to her as a prostitute. The Bible says he found some chick and he was like, hey, come on, let me, let me, let me, let me, you know, come on, let's go. You know, we don't know her name. We don't know her story. We don't know where she's from. All we know is Samson said, I'm not trusting. Father, we cannot be confident if we cannot trust. Which means, here's here's where the enemy will get you. Because you've made previous bad decisions in people, you think that every future decision you make in people is bad. And I pray that tonight, that God would increase both your discerning of spirits and your discernment. Discernment is a skill. The discerning of spirits is a spiritual gift. I pray God would sharpen your discernment, that you would make better people decisions you put the right people around you. you call the right people. You'd interact with the right people. If you're a leader, if you're a business owner, you'd have the right people on your team. But you would have people that bring you life and not people that you dread to deal with because of how sloppy they are. I pray that you would literally have the right things around you, but you would have the right people around you. I pray, God, increase your discernment. I increase your discernment. And I pray that he increase the gift of the discerning of spirits. Why? Because there's one of three spirits at operation behind somebody. Number one, the spirit of God. Number two, an evil spirit. Number three, the spirit of man. That's their nature. That's their attitude. I pray that you would be able to discern who sent them. Oh my God, that you would be able to discern who sent them. Did the Lord send you into my life or did the enemy send you into my life? Or is this just a matter of flesh? Did our traumas bond? Pray Bishop, did our traumas bond? Did we simply have a connection because we share similar trauma? Did we simply have a connection because we share similar drama? Do we simply have a connection because we share similar mess? Increase our discernment and increase our discerning of spirits. In Jesus' name we pray. Come on, drop a yes, Lord. Drop a yes, Lord. Who sent you? Who sent you? Who sent you? Drop Who, Who sent you? Who sent you? Did the Lord send you? Did the enemy send you, or did we simply connect because of we bonded based on trauma? I hear the Lord loud and clear that for many of you, who you call your friends, watch me, you have to double check that word, because the reality is, is that really all that is is trauma bonding. Y'all bonded because y'all have the same drama. And every time you speak to them, there is no progress which means, why are they still sitting at your table and they bring nothing to your table? If they don't bring them to the table, that means all they're doing is taking from the table. Who sent you? Rotobasaya. This is how the enemy messes with your confidence. Because you feel like, I made previous bad decisions, and so now I feel like I'm going to make another bad decision. So I just ain't going to trust nobody. But then let's go further. Let's go further. Let's go further. I made reference to this, that he just keeps it surface level. He only... He only uh, communicates. He never really connects, which means, you ready for this? Here's what knocked away his confidence is that he began, listen to me carefully, please hear this. He began to give himself away to those that didn't deserve him. Jesus Christ. He began to give himself away to those that didn't deserve him. Guys, if you haven't shared prayer tonight, I need you to share. He began to give himself away through people that did the same thing. You are the champion of God. I feel a strong apostolic authority right through here. You are the champion of God. You are the judge that God has sent to the earth for such a time as this. And because the enemy has chipped away at your confidence, you are now giving yourself away for free to people who couldn't pay in the first place. You're giving yourself away to people who do not deserve you. Good God. I feel a strong apostolic push right there. And that's not just sex. For those of you who want to think that that's all that's limited to. That's not just sex. But some of you, watch me, uh, people, uh, you you have literally, they have people in your circle, people you interact with, where you are freely giving and they do nothing. They do nothing. In any way, shape, form, or fashion, they do nothing to attempt to add value to you. I'm talking better than y'all doing this. Father, I pray that we would not do what Samson did, where he gave himself away for free to those that did not deserve him. It. it wasn't that he was arrogant. What happened is that he lost confidence. He lost confidence. For some of you, that's literally, that's literally, you literally will give somebody call you right after prayer and you will run over there because you give yourself away to people who do not deserve you. The Holy Ghost is speaking loud tonight in prayer. Loud tonight in prayer. You will stop focusing on your assignment to help them do theirs. And they never get their stuff done. They never get their stuff done. They never get their stuff done. done you always making up for their lack. And the Bible says in Deuteronomy 22.10, that's to I plow an ox and an ass together. An ox is a certain grade of cattle. You are an ox. An ox is a legal definition. It's a legal term. An ass is always bucking. They're always creating issues. Plow means be yoked to, which means we are not supposed to be connected to anything that is not headed in the same direction that we are. Jesus, my listen, I dismissed one today. Y'all got to hear me. So what did the enemy do? He he began to chip away his confidence. So now he's just giving himself away to anybody and everybody. He's just spending time with anybody and everybody. He's doing for people who wouldn't cross the street for him. And don't get me wrong. Everything shouldn't be tit for tat. Everything doesn't have to be quid pro quo. But do You're not going to do nothing to try to add value to me. You ain't going to do nothing to try to help. You ain't going to do nothing to to, to be of of service and value. There's not going to be any type of exchange. Jesus, let's go further. Come on, come on. Everybody type in the comments, speak, Lord. Speak, Lord, speak, Lord, speak, Lord. Speak, Lord, speak, Lord, speak, Lord. It's about to be a breakthrough. We got 13 minutes up. It's about to be a breakthrough tonight in prayer. It is about to be a full-fledged breakthrough. And I know it. Because about two or three hours before prayer tonight, this heaviness came on me. This thing was heavy. I was exercising. And this, this heaviness came on me. And I was exercising. I was like, God, I got to shake this. I got to shake this. I got prayer. I got to shake this. And it was heavy. And, and I'm going to be very honest with you. And the heaviness did not lift until we got on prayer tonight. You better hear, It's about to be a breakthrough. Come on. I just need you to release that in the atmosphere. Breakthroughs coming. Breakthroughs coming. You're about to get a breakthrough on online prayer tonight. Breakthroughs coming, breakthroughs coming, breakthroughs coming, breakthroughs coming, breakthroughs coming, All coming, right, let's go. So then, then we get to Judges chapter 16, and in Judges chapter 16, here's how the enemy is etching away this his confidence, because see, Samson was chosen to be a deliverer, Samson had done all of these mighty things. He had literally uh, taken the jawbone of a donkey and he slayed uh, thousands of people. He literally was this great champion for the Lord. And the Philistines hated him because every time he stood up to them, he won. And for some of you, you need to hear me. You cannot play around anymore because the devil ain't playing with you. I know you think this is all just, you know, light and easy and all of that. You got to hear me. He hates you. He cannot stand you. Because he was hoping that you'd be dead by now. He was hoping you would have committed suicide by now. He was hoping that you would have thrown in the town by now. He was hoping that you would have abandoned your assignment by now. He was hoping that he would have gotten you the same way he got other people in your family, and your bloodline, but he didn't. So trust me, you cannot play with this because he ain't playing with you. You ready? So the enemy was strategic and chipping away at his confidence. And for Samson, let's go to this next one. Let's go to this next one. In Judges 16 and 4, the Bible says, after this, he loved a woman in the valley of Sorek, whose name was Delilah. Pay attention. The Bible says he loves her. It never says that she loves him. So what is the enemy doing for, for, to his confidence now? What is the enemy doing to his confidence now? Are you ready? What is the enemy doing to his confidence now? Now what the enemy is saying, now what the enemy is saying is all right, Samson, now you you finally have emerged from this from this place where you didn't want to trust, you didn't want to love. But now, Samson, I'm gonna have you ignore what's right in front of you. So how am I gonna tip away at your confidence? I'm gonna make you ignore the red flags and the red flakes. Jesus Christ, I'm going to make you ignore. You finally emerged from this. And now that you're finally like, okay, I'm good now. Now what I need to do is I need to bring a Delilah in your life. And Delilah in Hebrew means this, one who weakens or makes poor. One who weakens. So how am I going to get your confidence now? You're strong again, Samson. Let me send somebody to get you weak again. And for some of you, Please open your eyes and pay attention to the things that are being sent to your life to get you weak again. I pray you would not get weak again. I pray you would not get weak again. I pray if, if it's a Delilah, a Delilah, or all of them, whoever, they got to go. I pray you would not get weak again. I pray we would not get weak again. This is bigger than romantic relationships. There's certain things that come in, situations that happen, and it's the Delilah situation to weaken you. It's a Delilah uh, 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 manifestation to weaken you. Somebody that you counted on, you can't count on no more, to weaken you. Something that you were expecting to happen that didn't happen. What has shown up in your life to be your Delilah? I pray right now in Jesus' name, that wherever there's a Delilah, an operation behind any circumstance or situation in your life, that it would not weaken you. It would not make you poor. Poor doesn't just mean money. Poor means watch me. You have a poor prayer life now. <laughs> Delilah showed up. You have a poor prayer life now. You have poor praise and worship. You have poor serving. You have poor giving. You have poor church attendance, online or in the building. It's everything about you is deteriorated. It's poor now. I pray. <laughs> That wherever there's been a Delilah. An operation. On any person, place, thing, or idea in your life. I pray that that be shut down now. Please. I need y'all to go up. I need y'all to go up in the comments. And put a praise in the comments. I need you to go up. I need you to go up. I need you to go up. I need you to go up in them comments. I need you to go up in them comments. I need you to go up in them comments. If her name means weakened, This means you had finally gotten strong again. You had finally gotten strong again. You finally started seeing again. You finally got, who is this for? You finally wanted to start working on the business again. You had finally wanted to start working on your health again. You had finally wanted to start getting your body out of together. You had finally wanted to get involved and start serving. You finally were getting things right. And then this situation showed up to weaken you and to make you poor. But it will not, but it will not. But it will not. Come on, y'all. I got eight minutes. and We got to get out of here. Let's go. But it will not. But it will not. It will not prevail. I declare in the name of Jesus that no weapon formed against you that is operating in any evil spirit. That is the line of evil. Contrary to is what it means in the Bible. Any contrary spirit to you that it will not be effective in any way, shape, form, or fashion, but that it will be shut down now. Breakthrough coming. It'd be shut down now. Breakthrough coming. It'd be shut down now. Breakthrough coming. It'd be shut down now. In Jesus' name. Bible says he loved her. It does not say that she loved him. He loved this woman whose name was Delilah. Pay attention to this. He loved what made him weak. There are certain nouns. People places things and idea. Don't limit the lighter to just being a woman. It's a spirit. Spirits have no sex, male or female. Number two, don't limit it to just being a person. It can be a situation. It can be a situation. It can be a situation. It could be a situation. It's a noun. Person, place, thing, or idea. Spirits can attach themselves to things. Come on, I ain't got time to teach you like I want to because this is for Spirits can attach themselves to things. That's why um, the Bible talks about accursed things in the book of Judges. You can bring certain things because uh, there was a spirit attached to that thing, which means this spirit can travel on things. It can travel on people. So you got to be careful who you're around. you got to pay attention to the atmospheres and the environments that you're around. Bible says that he loved what made him weak. He loved what made him weak. Father, in Jesus' name, don't let us love what makes us weak. Good God. Don't let us love what makes us poor. Whatever we love that is operating as a Delilah in any form, I pray you take that love away from us. Woo! Break the coming. If you love feeling like a victim, that's Delilah. Take it away. If you love feeling like nothing's working, that's Delilah. Take it away. If you love feeling like ain't nobody there for you, that's Delilah. Take it away. If you love feeling like you always are at the back end of the deal, that's Delilah. Take it away. Don't let us love what weakens us or makes us poor. I just heard the Lord. You love feeling needed, which is why you keep getting involved in situations where you keep getting, uh, you keep getting, uh, I want to use my words carefully. You keep getting a not good deal. Let me say it that way. I want to say it another way, but it ain't the Fifth Sunday yet. Your need to feel needed is why you keep being around needy people. Jesus Christ. Come on, Pastor Leon says, play. I'll use that one, sir. I got it. I'll use that one. Y'all ready? Come on, let's go. We got to go to this last one. We got to go to this last one. We got to go to this last one. Jesus Christ, this is so good to me. Ah, This is so good to me. Judges 16 and 4, he loved a woman in the valley of Sorek whose name was Delilah. And the Lord of the Philistines came to her and said to her, seduce him and see where his great strength lies so we can overpower him. We can bind him and we're going to pay you a thousand pieces of silver. Excuse me, eleven 1, hundred pieces of silver. So Delilah said to Samson, tell me where your great strength lies and how you might be bound so no one can seduce you. She does this over and over and over again. Pay attention to chip away at his confidence, to chip away at his confidence. And here's what the Bible says. Here's what the Bible says, because this is where some of you have been. You've been right here in Judges 16 and 16. And it came to pass, she pestered him daily. Another version says he was vexed. Another version says she prodded him. Another version says uh, that uh, nagging and pestering and pressing. Everybody look at me. Everybody look at me. Here's what the spirit of Delilah will do is that on a daily basis this thing will pester you it will frustrate you it will aggravate you because every day it's chipping away at your confidence every day it's chipping away at your confidence and in judges 16 16 the bible says that he got so sick of it that he gets to verse 17 where he just ended up telling the secret of his strength y'all gotta hear me y'all gotta hear me y'all gotta hear me y'all gotta hear me me. y'all gotta hear me you ready you ready It chipped away at his confidence, so much so that he gave in and he gave up. And when he gave in and gave up, the enemy came in and took over. Here's your breakthrough. That's not happening. That's not happening. That's not happening. In the name of Jesus, I pray that whatever has been pestering us, pressing us, vexing us, nagging us on a daily basis that's been chipping away at our confidence I pray in the name of Jesus that we not give in and we woke God and we not give up. I pray, God, that you would renew our minds. Let us focus on something else. I pray, God, that you would renew our strength, that you renew our integrity, integrity, the integral structure, the internal structure of us. I pray, God, that it not pester us and nag us to the point to where we give in and to where we give up. We are not that type. We are the type that you said, Father, if any man draw back, your soul takes no pleasure in him. You take pleasure in us, which means we don't draw back, we don't pull back, but we press in. We press in. We press in. We press in. Come on, type that in the comments. I'm pressing in. I'm pressing in. What does this mean? That tomorrow, we will press. Wednesday, we will press. Thursday, we will press. And we will press until we see blessing. And we will press until we see blessing. And when we see blessing, then we'll press again. And we will press again. But we will not succumb to Judges 16 and 16 because it's etching away at our confidence. I know this is prayer, but this has really been Bible study too. It's been prayer, prophecy, and Bible study today. We will not allow the enemy to take our confidence. So, do y'all see how he did this thing? If you came in late, do yourself a favor. Watch this from the beginning. If you've been watching me the whole time, do yourself a favor. Watch this from the beginning. But this was more than just prayer. This is Bible study. This was more than that. And I got one minute. And let me show you what happens. Bible says in Judges 7, 16 and 17, he ends up opening his mouth and he tells her everything. So Philistines come in. They take him, gouge out his eyes. They bind him up. And then the Bible says something that, that for some of you, you ready? You ready for this? You gave in. Look, Erica says, I had a migraine that didn't subside until prayer tonight. Y'all better press on. I'm telling you, we press. This is what we do. All right, come on. Say, Lord, restore my confidence. Restore my confidence. Restore my confidence. Okay? All right, let's go. Here's what happens. So the Bible says that they shaved his hair. He's a Nazarite, so you can't shave, you couldn't shave your hair. A few other things you couldn't do. That's one of those things. So they end up shaving his hair. When they shave his hair, his strength is gone. And here's what's crazy about this story in Genesis 16. Samson gets up, and I want you to listen to what Samson says. Samson, when he gets up, let me read it to you. Samson gets up in verse um, number um, 20. Then she calls, Samson, the Philistines are upon you. He got up from his sleep and he thought, I will go out as before and shake myself free. Look at me. But he didn't know that the Lord had left him. So what happened? his confidence was etched away to where he gave the secret to his strength to Delilah. And when he gives the secret to his strength to Delilah, watch me, now that his confidence is gone, what can he do? Walk by faith anymore. So when your confidence is gone, what else is gone? Fill in the blank. Come on, put in the comments. Faith. When your confidence is gone, your faith is gone. When you have no confidence, you can't walk by faith. That's what I said to you in the beginning. This is why we spent an hour we're praying over confidence. We got to wrap up. But I got to get this out. His faith is gone. So now, watch me. Samson says, I'll get up, watch me, and I'll just go out as I had before and I'll shake myself free. But he didn't know that the Lord had left him. And for some of you tonight, here's your breakthrough that you didn't even know your faith was gone because you have been so used to running on fumes, you don't even know what it is to have a full take. But tonight, I pray, God, that our faith be increased. I pray that tonight our confidence be increased in the name of Jesus. So here's what happens. I got to go because it's 802. His hair begins to grow back. Say, Say, my confidence is coming back. My confidence is coming back. My confidence is coming back. And again, don't confuse confidence with arrogance. There's a lot of arrogant people. Arrogance is a concern about appearing confident, but arrogance isn't confident. That's why it wants to appear confidence. See, arrogance always has to let everybody know how great it is because it doesn't really feel that great. Arrogance always has to beat other people down because it doesn't actually feel that great about themselves. That's arrogance. Confidence isn't. Confidence confined is internal. All right? My confidence confined. Bible says his hair began to grow back, and the Samson said to the Lord, Oh, Lord, my God, please remember me. Strengthen me one more time so I can be avenged for my two eyes. And the Bible says that Samson ended up killing more in that one moment than he did the entire rest of his life. That was 1 Samuel, excuse me, um, that's Judges um, 16, and that's verse number 30. He did more then than he had killed the entire rest of his life. I pray tonight, God, that our confidence is strengthened. I pray tonight, God, that we are confident in You, and we are confident in ourselves. You are living in us, and greater is He that is in us than in He that is in the world. You're going to do more now than you have the entire rest of your life. If you agree with that, say yes, Lord. Tonight, 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 we got to go. It's 8:03. Wow, this was so good to me. Did you get blessed by prayer tonight? I know. There's a lot of teaching in the midst of prayer, but we covered a lot of things in prayer. And listen, here's what I want to do real quickly um, tonight. If prayer blessed you, I want to encourage you to sow into it. Always bless what blesses you. Here's our seed. It's $30 for its Judges 16 and 30. That's the verse where the Bible says he did more. He did more then than he did the entire rest of his life. I I really believe your confidence is gonna be strengthened. I believe that you're gonna wake up with a confidence. You're gonna go to sleep with a confidence. You're gonna walk through the week with a confidence. These last six days now of this month of you springing forward, you're gonna have confidence. All right, so 30 is RC. Um, You can sow more than that. You say, if I don't have 30, sow something. Get something in the ground tonight. And here's what you're going to call this. Confidence. Come somebody say, five more minutes, please. Confidence. This is my confidence seed. I'm sowing this as soon as we get off of prayer tonight. I, I always sow the seeds, too, that I, I t- have, encourage you to give. I always sow them. I am excited about this $30 seed as if it was a $30,000 seed. I am so excited about this. Because, listen, everybody can look at you and think, thank you so much for taking care of this. I appreciate you. Over oh, here on TikTok, everybody can look at you and think, you got this, you got that, you got this, and look at you, and you got all these things, and not know that your confidence is being chipped away at. And not know. I want to talk to those of you where some of you, you're like, Bishop, the truth is, people didn't know how close I was, how close I was to the edge, how close I was to the edge, and how one little thing could have pushed me over. Oh, God, but he got you tonight. Last thing I want to do, God, Jesus. Last thing I want to do, how can you sew that? Let me give you that. How can you so that? You can use the dollar sign, Bishop Former with the number two. Dollar sign, Bishop Former with the number two at the end for Cash App. You can use PayPal, Vidmo, Zelle, <laughs> Um, All of that's available. The email is hello. And harvest church, that church. Hello. And harvest church, that church. It's our competencies. If it's about to have that. So get something in the ground and call it your competency. You cannot pray like this and hear revelation like this and not put a seed on it. Last thing I want to do. If you um, are not saved, tonight's your night and you can't have confidence if you don't have God. God is the source of our confidence. Number two, if you've given your life to the Lord, you've not been faithful to him. Guess what? Maybe something that's the way it's your confidence. Tonight's your night to come back. Thirdly, if you're like, I don't know where things stand with God, but I want to be sure tonight, wherever you're at, when I count to three, I want you to do the hand with emoji Said to me. Guys, don't hop off of the stream. If you're already saved, if you're already a Christian, this is your time to pray. This is your time to pray. I see a comment, somebody saying that they're broke. Hey, uh, let me, can I say this to you in love? Don't confess that. Don't speak that out your mouth. you just in between breakthrough. you in between blessing. I know what it is. I know what it is to, to, to be in the wilderness, and I know what it is to be in Canaan. And tell I'm telling you, the land shortly flows with milk and honey. Don't put that out your mouth. Don't put that out your mouth. And I pray this is the last time you don't have the seed to sow. Matter of fact, who's gonna sow? Um, I'm not I'm not gonna say your name, but you know who you are. You're on YouTube, and your first name starts with an M. Who will sow the seed on this person's behalf? Their name starts with an M. I ain't putting a business in the streets. I just saw that coming. Who's gonna sow on their behalf? All right? Wave at me if you're going to sow. If you're going to sow, you said, I'm going to sow twice. I'm going to sow for me, and I'm going to sow for that person. And I'm going to pray that this is the, I got you over here on TikTok, that that's the last time you won't have a seed. Somebody's sowing for you. Jesus. And all you just put, just put M in the comments. Oh, wait a minute. That's two that's going to sow that seed. Three that's going to sow that seed for you. Four that's going to sow that seed for you. All right? So watch me. As they're sowing it, five that's going to sow that seed for you. Six that's gonna sow that seed for you. Seven that's gonna sow that seed for you, eight that's gonna sow that seed for you. Do you see what God is doing? So now this seed is being sown on your behalf. You will not lack. Hear me. I'm telling you what I know. Nine that's gonna sow that seed for you. Do you see what God is doing? <laughs> Do you see what God is doing? Ten that's gonna sow that seed for you. Eleven that's gonna sow that seed for you. Hmm? 12 that's gonna sow that seed for you. You got me? All right, let's go. Let's go, let's go, let's go. Guys, never say that you're broke. Never say that you lack. Life and death are in the power of your tongue. We gotta go, it's 808. And you need to become a Christian. Recommit yourself to the Lord, or be sure. For those of you that are gonna sow for that individual, and I saw a couple of other comments too. You just put an M in that seed, and that seed is gonna go to them. Heaven's gonna make sure that they get a harvest for what you sow. And next week, you're gonna have a praise report. And the other couple of you on here, you're gonna have a praise report that the Lord blessed you and somebody else sold for you. I'm telling you what you're going to have next Monday. Everybody, if you need to become a Christian, recommit yourself to the Lord or be sure, wherever you're at, on account of three, do that hand with the emoji or say it's me. One, two, three. If that's you, wherever you're at, if you need to become a Christian, recommit yourself to the Lord or be sure. No guilt, no condemnation, no shame. You cannot have confidence if you do not have God. If that's you, do that hand with the emoji or say it's me. If you need to become a Christian for the first time, we commit yourself to the Lord, or we sure. What's the PayPal? It's hello at Harvest Church, that church. It's hello at Harvest Church, that church. That people are already giving their lives to the Lord. There's one. There's two. There's three. Come on. God has said te- There's four. Come on. You that hand of emoji or say it's me. We need to become a Christian or we commit yourself to the Lord. There's five. God is moving. There's six. Come on. Come on. I need y'all praying. You're already saved. You're already Christian. Don't hop off the stream. I need you praying. I need you praying that people respond. There's seven. I need you praying that people respond. This is the most important moment. There's eight. There's nine. I need you praying because when you pray, people come to the Lord. When you share, people get saved. There's 10. Come on. I need you praying. Just a couple more seconds. There's 11. Jesus is doing it tonight. Jesus is doing it tonight. Jesus is doing it tonight. There's 12. There's 12. Come on. Where are you at? Where are you at? And there's at least three more of you that need to respond. You need to become a Christian. recommit yourself to the Lord or be sure. I got you. I got you, Miriam. I got you. I got you. Do that. More importantly, God's got you. There's three more of you that need to respond. Who are you? Respond. You need to become a Christian. recommit yourself to the Lord or be sure. There's 13. There's 13. Where are you at? Where are you at? Watch what God is doing. These are lies. This is somebody's mother. There's uh, 14 where are you at? There's at least one more of you. Ray says there's 10. Come on, Ray, put your faith out there. Love you. Come on, there's at least one more. There's at least one more. I know what I heard. There's at least one more. If you become a Christian, recommit yourself to the Lord and be sure. I know what somebody's thinking. Bishop, I don't want to do it because I don't want anybody to see me. I just want to say it. There's, there's another. There's 15. I think there's an overflow. I need you to hit that button. There's 16, there's overflow. Hit that button for the hand wave emoji or say, it's me. Jesus said, if you deny him, he will deny you. Which means in this moment where you can come out public for the Lord, God says, if you deny him, he will deny you. I don't know about you, but I don't want that to be a part of that. Dinner. I don't want to stand before the Lord and be like, Lord Jesus, look up and be like, who are you? Tonight's your night. There's 17, there's 18. Come on, where you at? My God, overflow. There, there's 19. Come on, God. Come on, God. There's 20, 21. Over there on YouTube, 22. Come on, God. Jesus. 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 Somebody say, I'm believing God for 20. Come on, well, we exceeded that. Come on, God. <laughs> Jesus. Listen, guys. You can keep responding. You need to become a Christian, Recommit yourself to the Lord or be sure. You can keep responding, but everybody pray with me because we're 12 minutes over. Pray this with me. Say, Father, thank you for dying in my place. 23, 24, I confess with my mouth and I believe in my heart that you are my Lord and my Savior. Give me the grace to be a faithful Christian from this day forward. If I fall, if I fail, give me the grace. To get back up again. Today is the beginning of the rest of my life. In Jesus' name, Amen. Listen, guys, if you just prayed that prayer for the first time, or you're sure, or you recommitted yourself, heaven's shouting. I'm shouting. I'm rejoicing. I'm going to get up out of this chair and start shouting with my tennis shoes on. Give God a tennis shoe praise. Look, this is an amazing, and amazing, and amazing, and amazing time we've had together. I want you. Just simply text the word harvest to five five four nine eight. Text the word harvest to five five four nine eight. Tap the tap the icon for salvation, or the, enter the number for salvation. And I want to put a message in your hand called "What Next." Now that you prayed this prayer, what do you need to do next? Please, even if you're like Bishop, I prayed it before. I'm just recommitting to myself because I got out there. Please listen to the message. Watch it for yourself. Because I promise you, it's gonna speak life into your life. What days are you on here? Um, Monday nights. We do prayer on Monday nights, and uh, and then we do we're doing pop ups on a daily basis. We do prayer, but uh, Monday nights. TikTok. Um, we just started adding TikTok here recently. All right. I love you guys. God bless you. I love you guys. Listen, let's celebrate. What was the number? Twenty four. Twenty four people gave their lives to the Lord tonight. If you didn't get your seed in the ground, I encourage you to get in the ground. It's called confidence. It's your confidence seed. Again, how can you sow it? Dollar sign, business form with the number two, PayPal, Venmo, Zell, Giblify. You can use all of that. Hello at Harvest Church 24. All right. Thank you. Um, or 25. Okay, 25. Uh, PayPal, Venmo, Zell, Giblify. That's available. Hello at Harvest Church. Church. If you want to use text to give, that's where I used to give. You can literally text them out to 84321. And you can tap um, the link there in a Harvest Church. And when you see the Harvest Church be, that's where you want to be. I love you guys. This is welcome to my grandson who gave his life yesterday. Eight years old. Can we celebrate that, you all? Wow. God is so good. All right. We got to go, y'all. We 14 minutes over. I love you. I pray you have an amazing night. I'll be doing a pop-up tomorrow. How do you know when I'm going to pop up? Text Harvest to 55498 so you can get our app so you know when I'm going live tomorrow. All right. Love you guys. Shalom. Bye-bye. TikTok love you thank you all appreciate you love you guys shalom make sure y'all share youtube facebook click share before you get off right and then over here guys make sure you with the lucky land slots. you can get lucky just about anywhere